I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Today we're going to have our Round 22 review, talking all things Round 22, going through each and every game. And we kicked off on Thursday night with the Melbourne Storm taking on the Canberra Raiders. A really good game, this one. I sort of thought the Melbourne Storm would put the cleaners through them, but I also said to you guys, it's not a game that I'll be betting on because you just never know with the Canberra Raiders. They are a top four team at heart. They're just not showing it this season. And there's just been so many things that have gone wrong for them, but... I just find it so hard to bet against these guys every week. And look, they came out, they put on a really good performance. Obviously, the loss of Dale Finney came was massive for the Melbourne Storm and huge for their middles as well. Uh, They really struggled to get out of their own end. And I mean, that's the reality of the situation, as we spoke about the other day. When you look at their bench and you got Grant, uh, you had Pappy, Chris Lewis, and I think it was Eisenhuth on their bench. So... You know, when you do carry a bench like that, you run this risk. And when you have an injury like that, it is costly. Brandon Smith, he sort of, I, I, he got whacked in the uh, in the crown jewels during the game. So he was carrying that the entire game. And, I mean, it's scary to think where this game could have been if the Canberra Raiders didn't concede that easy try to Brandon Smith very early. A very soft, a very un Canberra Raiders try. I think it was C.S. Oliola that let him go through, which is, it's probably the worst player of C.S. Oliola's career, uh, with all due respect to him. A very unusual, very unlike him. Uh, but, I mean, if they didn't concede that try, would have been very interesting. I think it's worth noting that, you know, the Melbourne Storm, they didn't score a try from the 20th minute onwards. They also kicked four penalty goals, and two of those came in the last, you know, three minutes when there was a send-off and everything. So, a really good game. I, I don't think it showed that the Melbourne Storm are getting weaker or that they're shaky or anything, to be honest with you. They're still missing troops. They're missing a heap of middles. I mean, if you take Dale Finucane, Asafa Solomona, and Tui Kamakamika out of any team, I think they're going to struggle realistically. Uh, They also had to play with 16. They also had no real middles on their bench. So a tough situation to be in. I thought the Canberra Raiders played well. I thought Jack White was unreal. He just he, he tends just to stand up in big moments, and they really needed him in this game. He laid on three tries. A couple of them, I think Melbourne sort of handed to the Canberra Raiders, but he put himself in the right position. Bailey Simonson scoring three tries, a really good knock with him on. Not sure who was the last guy to score three tries in a losing game. Doesn't happen too often, but... Look, I think the Canberra Raiders, they're trending in the right direction. They're obviously not in the top eight at the moment. I think they're sitting in ninth place here. 
on 20 competition points. They're four and against is minus 84. So it's actually better than the Newcastle Knights who are on 22. The Gold Coast Titans, they're on minus 32, but they're on 20 points as well. So the Canberra Raiders, they can definitely still make um, the top eight here. They are going to have to play the Manly Seagulls this week with reportedly Tom Trevojevic playing. So that makes life a little bit harder. Dare I say it's probably a must-win game for them realistically. Uh, the Titans do play the Melbourne Storm, so I don't see them winning that one. Uh, so, I mean, it, it is still going to be... I, I think next week it is still going to be the same situation for the Canberra Raiders, but they need to start winning games very quickly because uh, I think the Newcastle Knights, you can just about lock them into play finals footy this year now. Um it's only the Titans and the Raiders that can jump on top of them. And Newcastle, we'll talk about it in a minute, but they play the Canterbury Bulldogs this week. So uh, I would like to think that they'd go to 24 competition points, and I think that'll lock them into play finals footy this year, which is an unbelievable knock considering how disappointing they were at the start of the season. I don't know if it says more about the impact of Caelan Ponger and Mitchell Pearce or the impact of the Tox top five six teams just being so much better than everyone else that a Newcastle Knights team can finish seventh that they really haven't gone that well this year in any way, shape, or form. Just having a look at the odds on the ladder quickly here, I mean, scary to think $67 the Newcastle Knights are out to win this comp. So are the Parramatta Eels, who have been in the top four just about all year. So uh, very, very grim situation there. But I thought that Thursday night game of Footy Storm Raiders was a really good one. Uh, Search-wise, the relevant guys for the Melbourne Storm, Brandon Smith, the Cheese, 82. Irema 73, Nico Hines 72, just keeps on keeping on for us Nico Hines, Cam Munster 68 Christian Welsh 66, Harry Grant 64 off the pine Felice Cafusi 53, Jerome Hughes 51, we could potentially see him get rested, obviously cop that big shot off uh, Hadawira Naira this week so interesting to see how that one plays out uh, Olam 47, Remus Smith 49, Little Pappy 22, Adokar 20 Tommy Eisenhut 16, Dale Finucane scored 1, uh, obviously so he only played him a few minutes of that game. For the Canberra Raiders, Jack White and top scored, considering he had, I think, three tries, or he laid on three tries, to score 61. Pretty disappointing from Jack, realistically. Jordan Rapana, 44. Papali, 41. Whitehead, 38. Sam Williams, 37. Sorry, I, I missed Bailey Simonson. Sorry, guys. He uh, he top scored with 106, obviously scoring his three tries, as did Hudson Young with 61 there as well. Uh, Emre Gula, 32. Joey Tapanay, 36. Tomoko, 32. Harley Smith-Shields, 30. Jeez, I love the look of this kid. Joshy Hodgson, disappointing, 23. And Corey Hadawira Naira, disappointing, 13. You will not see him back in the Supercoach season as well. So maybe a little saving grace there for some people, realistically. He was sort of stinking it up for people. Uh, let's have a look at the Friday night game. Saw the St. George Illawarra Dragons taking on the Penrith Panthers and a really weird game. I thought the Dragons opened up sensationally, to be honest. I thought they looked really good early uh, through the intercept of Brent Naden. Uh, Brent Naden. I think that was Normie that threw that one, and uh, it was sort of shut the gate after that, to be honest with you. Um, they ran in, I think, three tries in the first half after getting that intercept. Brent Naden scored a double. Dylan Edwards scored a double. Uh, then Matt Burton just lit it up. GC is a talented player. I've heard a lot of people comparing to Brad Fittler, and... Um, I'm not, yeah, I don't think it's a terrible comparison. It's just that left foot. It is just so damaging at the moment. He's such a great player. He is just unreal. I just love the way that he goes about his footy in Canterbury. They must be so excited to have this guy on board. I've got to tell you, with this Dragon side, I don't understand what they're doing with Jack Bird. I don't understand why he's playing fullback. They've got so many young kids in this team, like Tyrell Sloan and whatnot, that could come in and do such a great job. I just, I just, I looked at Jack Bird in the preseason and by the looks of everything, they were preparing him to play in the back row 
to then move him to fullback, it just, I don't know, it just doesn't make sense to me. I know there's been a lot go wrong and they're sort of just trying to keep their head above water, but uh, I just, I don't understand why they're doing this without giving him a full preseason at fullback. It just seems backwards to me, especially with the injuries he's had over the last few years. I don't know, it just seems like poor management to me, but that's just from the outside looking in, obviously. Uh, Supercoach-wise, in this game, we obviously had the Penrith Panthers top scorer, Dylan Edwards, with 96 points. Nathan Cleary, 82. Matt Burton, 71. Brett Naden, 68. Jerome Luai, 63. Momorowski, 55. Scotty Sorensen, 48. Isaiah Yeo, 47. Liam Martin, 45. Leota, 40. Tago came up with a 34. Crichton, a 22. And Viliami kick out the last relevant guy. Disappointing, 18 there for the Dragons. Top scorer was Ravalawa, 83. Amoni, 76 in about 20 minutes. How on earth isn't this kid in the first grade squad? you got to just give him a jersey. Play him at fullback. Fuck. Just let him go and play. He's got young legs. He's obviously a star of the future. Just give this kid an opportunity. We saw him carve up in the SG ball a couple of months ago. I get it. He's raw. I understand that, but... Jeez, I mean, it kind of looks like he's he's ready for it. I, I I would be giving this kid an opportunity. Maybe they're just trying to cuddle him a little bit, which I understand, and they'd probably know better than me. But I'd love to see this kid playing some first grade over the next few weeks now that it's all done and dusted for the Dragons. Jack Bird, 67. Zachy Lomax, 67. Jack DeBellin, 52. Josh Maguire, 44. Fui Mayano, 44. Matt Fiego, 37. Josh Kerr, 36. Corey Norman, 36. Jackson Ford, 31. Andrew McCulloch, 28. Obviously got an injury. His season is over. Along with Blake Laurie, who also scored 28, his season is also over. So they'll be looking for a hooker. And another middle to play some minutes there. So in your draft competitions, keep an eye on some guys there. Uh, That's all your relevant guys from that game. Now, the late game Friday night, I won't go into too much detail here because we did speak about this the other day. A couple of grey areas in rugby league that were really uh, put on a pedestal the other night. Obviously, Victor Radley, he's been suspended for three games for that charge down. Uh, I spoke about this the other day. I dropped a podcast called Were the Broncos Robbed? Go and have a listen to that if you want more details in this game. But I do feel sorry for the Roosters in that moment. But then I feel more sorry for the Broncos a couple of sets later where Tom Flegler, who had a great game, by the way, he played sensationally, gave away the penalty that was part of a challenge. Bit of a nightmare. Kieran kicks a goal. Uh, the Roosters win that one 21-20. Very, very tough to cop that one, I found. Uh, it's just hard to watch. And I don't disagree with either penalty because it's the rules by the book. But I think any rugby league fans that understands footy under, like felt really sorry for the Broncos in that moment. It was a really tough situation. Radley's going to miss three weeks, which has massive uh, ramifications on the Roosters' run home. They've got to now knock over the South Sydney Rabbitohs and the Canberra Raiders over the next few weeks with Manly nipping at their heels, who now have Tom Trevojevic back with a pretty soft draw. So a big test for the Roosters over the next few weeks. Supercoach-wise, in this one, for the Roosters, top scorer was James Tedesco with a big 99. Isaac Liu, 86. Takiaho, probably his best game in a while, came up with a huge play to set Tedesco up, 84 points. Dale Copley, uh, I was talking to the Rubdown boys a couple of weeks ago, and uh, when I got the news that Copley was going there, I sort of said to them, you're ready to be disappointed. And we kind of bagged Copley a little bit, to be honest with you. I, I just didn't understand the signing, especially when there's so many other guys around. But the Roosters being the Roosters, uh, they've done what they do best. And Dale Copley, I thought he was unreal the other night, played a really good game. So well done to Dale. Uh, hopefully holds on to that spot uh, moving forward. Uh, the next relevant scorer is Sammy Verrill, 64. Joey Manu, a 51. Considering he really didn't do much, he'll take 51 every day of the week. Nat Butcher, 49. Sammy Walker, 43. Radley, 36. He's played his last Supercoach game this year. Adam Kieran, 36. 
It's uh, Daniel Tupu, 21. Tupanua, 28. For the Broncos, top scorer with a try was Payne Haas, 84. Tom Flegler, 75. Albert Kelly, 65. Danny Levi, 61. Uh, Reese Kennedy, 42. Cobbo, 36. Tessie New, 34. Corey Oates, 28. Xavier Willison, uh, he scored 20 points. He has had a uh, ACL injury, so that's very disappointing uh, for him. We wish him all the very best in his recovery and hope to see him back in first grade doing his best uh, next season. So all the best to Willison. Uh, we also had another injury to Danny Levi as well. Uh, he got a pretty bad concussion, tried to disguise it as a cramp, uh, which didn't go down too well. But he also hobbled off during that game as well. So maybe there was a leg injury. So hopefully we see Dana Levi back this week because uh, I thought he looked really good. And he's obviously playing for a contract next year somewhere. So all the best to Danny Levi. Uh, the last guy to mention was Anthony Milford. He came off the bench with a 16-point Supercoach score there. Super Saturday kicked off with the South Sydney Rabbitohs taking on the Gold Coast Titans. And South Sydney, they just went up another gear again. They are, they are unreal at the moment. Latrell and Cody... The football they're playing, the touch that they're in is like very few footballers we've seen before. Cody is just unbelievable at the moment. Um, you know, I, I spoke about the stats the other day. I think it's something like 50 line break assists, which is just fucked. He's on 32 try assists. Uh, I always look back at that Tim Smith season in 05 uh, where he's, he, he knocked up 40 try assists in his debut season. Cody's got, I think, three games to set up eight tries, which... I mean, seems like heaps. Seems like heaps. But when you consider the way that Cody's going, I wouldn't put it past him. He's obviously got a couple of tough games, one against the Sydney Roosters. But, I mean, we saw him have one of the games of his life last year against the Sydney Roosters. He'll be fired up for that one. Chooks are going to be missing Radley. Um, They're obviously missing a host of other troops as well. So I wouldn't rule Cody Walker out. I think it also shows that we can see the form that Cody Walker's in right now in a game that is, we're seeing more points scored than we ever have before. And, you know, you're all complaining about landslide scores and everything. I mean, now take a step back and think about Tim Smith did that in 05 in his first season. A completely different game. Obviously, a much more low-scoring game. So it makes that record even more impressive for me. Uh, Supercoach-wise, obviously also for the Titans, Dave Fafita, they kept him off the bench once again. And, you know, I think the coach went into this one, Holbrook, with a plan that his team would hold it with South Sydney's middles for the start of the game. They didn't, like every other team hasn't for the last fucking 15 weeks against the South Sydney Rabbitohs. So it's it's tough when things don't go to plan, but I think they probably had to start with Fafita in this one realistically and just hope that he brings his best. I think they're too much of a good side to think you can just handle them for the first 20 minutes without your best players and then bring him on. So interesting to see what they do with him moving forward. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see if they play finals footy this year. Obviously they're sitting in a pretty good spot at the moment. They've currently got eighth spot. They've got the Raiders behind them who have a tough draw on the way home. So uh, a lot of pressure on the Titans though. They, they, sh- they should be playing finals footy with their squad realistically. Supercoach wise, top scorer here for the South Sydney Rabbitohs was Cody Walker, 121. Latrell Mitchell was the second highest scorer with 115. Then we had Josh Mansell, 94. Braden Burns, 92. Damien Cook, 80. Don't know where that 80 came from, by the way. Uh, Colin Matungi, 63. Junior Zatola, 61. Arrow, 51. Cam Murray, 49. Adam Reynolds, 47. Tom Burgess, 42. Mark Nichols, 42. Jaden Sewer, 22. Tane Milne, disappointing, 13. That's all your relevant guys from South Sydney. For the Gold Coast Titans, top scorer Albert Kelly with a big 99. Corey Thompson, 73. Jermaine Joliffe, 49. Bo Fermor, 46. Mo Fodawaka, 40. Ash Taylor, 36. The Peach, 33. Sexton, 32. David 
Over for Fida, a very disappointing 31. Brimson, 31. He's also got an injury now, so we're hearing that he's going to miss the end of the season, which is devastating for the Titans. Big Tino, 27. Uh, Greg Marciu, 27 as well. And that's all your relevant guys from the Gold Coast Titans. Uh, the second game on Super Saturday was an absolute stinker, to be perfectly honest with you. I... I really found this one hard to watch, the West Tigers and the Cowboys, two teams that I don't think can play finals footy this year. And I think that as much as the Tigers won, they showed why they shouldn't be playing finals footy this year. And the Cowboys, they've definitely shown this year why they shouldn't. It's been a very disappointing few weeks for the North Queensland Cowboys. Uh, I thought Big Stefano, I've spoken about him a lot recently. I love the look of this kid. I thought at the start of the season when I saw him, I thought, great, this is another kid that's gone through Howard Matz and SG Ball and he's been the biggest guy on the field and life's come easy for him and he's just trampled people. He's not ready for first grade yet. That normally takes about a year to get out of that mould. Mate, it took Stefano about eight weeks and now he's one of the best front rowers in our game. I know he's young. I get it. But he is doing unbelievable things at the moment. I've been so impressed with him. Scored a good try on the weekend. He has gone from being the kid in the Tigers pack to being the best middle at this club, and it isn't close, yeah? I would put Alex Twell right up there with him, but Stefano has more impact. They miss Stefano more than they miss Twell for me when he's not on the field. So congratulations to him. He's playing unreal footy. Good to see Kenny Mamalo scored a couple of tries as well. Hasn't scored a double in a while from memory. I think last time was against uh, was his last game for the Warriors. So good to see there. Tommy Talao as well. He's been really impressive. I've been watching that Tales from Tiger Town, and obviously he's young, but he has done a couple of really good things this season, Tommy Talao, so a big future there. Good to see Bloor as well playing big minutes. A guy that was injured at the start of the season was set to you know, win a full 80-minute edge spot there at the West Tigers, apparently. So good to see him fight his way back in. For the Cowboys, just a, just a shit fight. I mean, Ben Hampton was their top scorer on the wing there. Supercoach-wise, kind of paints a bit of a picture for you. It was just... A nightmare of a game. They didn't start well. Tom Dearden, who I've got in my draft comps, I was watching him pretty closely. His kicking game early was an absolute nightmare. They had the two debutants that did really well. Uh, one, one of them scored a try. Uh, Niam, that was a, a really good knock. But outside of that, you can just tell this team, they are just screaming that they are missing Jason Taumalolo. Uh The guy that I mentioned last week is a little smoky, Lukey. He's on, the, he's on the edge. He looks like a really damaging guy. He's got upside in him for sure. Scored 52 Supercoach points, so keep an eye on him. All the Supercoach points from this game. Adam Dwayne, he top scored this one for the West Tigers, 99. Uh, Big Stefano, 82. Kenny Mamalo, 77. Twole, 72. Tommy Talao, 72. Tuolagi, 58. Uh, Luke Brooks, 57. Cheekham, 56. Blue. 52, Luciano Lelua 49, Mozen by 43, David Nofaluma 42, a little bit disappointing, but I, I, I think you'll take 42 realistically from Noff. Uh, Jacob Little 37, Off and Gowie 30. You obviously had Jake Simkin in this game, scored 17. So they've gone from having an 80 minute hooker to uh, sharing that job there. For the Cowboys, top scorer Benny Hampton 78, Reese Robson 64, Arcee 53, Val Holmes 53, Lukey 52, uh, Felt 50, Drinkwater 45, Dearden 44, Granville 41 in the centres, Tommy Gilbert 39, Ben Condon 26, Cohen Hess 24. It's all the relevant guys from that game. The late game from Super Saturday, thank God that Cowboys-Tigers one's out of there. Uh, We had the Manly Seagulls taking on the Parramatta Eels, and things went from bad to worse for Parramatta. And look, I understand in the back end they had 11 players. I get it. They conceded, I think, five tries in the last 14 minutes, but they were never in this game. Yeah, they were never in this game. The Manly Seagulls, you could really just see the separation in class between these two teams throughout the whole game, to be honest with you. Um, In the Manly Seagulls, I think they led... 
14 nil, 16 nil, something like that after about 25 minutes. Uh, the Parramatta Eagles scored just before half time and just before full time, uh, somehow scored with less players on the field. But I mean, you, you you can tell me, oh, they had 11 on the field, though. This happened, that happened, blah, blah, blah. Nah, you just, they're, they're just not on the same level as the Manly Seagulls. As I said at the start of the podcast, it's scary to think the Parramatta Eels. They're at $67 to win this competition. So are the Newcastle Knights. I, I, I wasn't sure if the Knights were going to make the top eight six weeks ago. I mean, it is just crazy how it has just fallen apart for the Eels. We're going to touch on them later today, so stay tuned for that. But grim times over at the Parramatta Eels. Manly Seagulls, they just keep on flying. They're off the back of Tom Travojevic. We've got a scare after this game of a face fracture. Apparently, he has been cleared of that. So stay tuned this afternoon to see if he is named massive for the Manly Seagulls, if so. Supercoach-wise, in this game, we'll kick off with Manly top scorer Ruben Garrick, 199, a top 10 score of all time. Uh, Tom Travojevic, 179. Scary to think Turbo just scored 179, and I don't think it's in his top three scores of this season. And he's only played 13 fucking games. It is unbelievable. Just crazy what he's doing. DCE, 96. Jason Saab, 90. Moses Suli, 83. Kieran Foran, 63. Dylan Walker, 58. Olakowatu, 51. Tapao, 50. Uh, Hank Scorpio, 50. Jake Travojevic, 46. Joshy Schuster, 39. Aloye, 31. Morgan Harper, 26. That's all the relevant guys there for the Manly Seagulls. For Parramatta. Tommy Opacic top scored here, 49. Isaiah Papali'i playing in the middle, 46. Wonga Blake, 46 with a try. Madison, 42. They're obviously going to miss him until finals footy as well, so life just gets harder and harder. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. For the Parramatta Eels, and if you're a Madison owner in Classic, that's a real stinger as well. You probably don't have the trades to get him out, realistically. Uh, Dylan Brown, 37. Junior Paulo, disappointing, 31. Along with Nathan Brown, 29. Both played limited minutes. So if you're another person that has either of these guys in your draft competition, that's a nervous watch over the next few weeks. Clint Gutherson, disappointing, 24 points. This is the reality of Gutho. This is the reality of the Eels. Myself and I would guess every other Supercoach content creator was telling you the same thing about six weeks ago that he needs to go because they just don't hold up in the back end against good teams. Uh, Mitch Moses disappointing 12. Micah Sivo with 11 there. Okay, let's move to Sunday afternoon footy and we had the New Zealand Warriors taking on the Canterbury Bulldogs in this one. Headlined by our man that we've been talking about the last few weeks, Josh Curran. Absolutely unbelievable performance. And this game, it was pretty close to kick off, to be honest with you. It was pretty close in in the early encounters. Um, You know, the Warriors, I always felt like the Warriors were being the better team, but Canterbury, they they just hung in there. I mean, we went in at halftime. I think it was 18-0 at that mark. And then, sorry, 18-6. You obviously had Aaron Shoup, who took the intercept. Then Jay Nockenball scored just before halftime, got them back into the contest. 18-10. Uh, Reese Walsh off the back of a Josh Curran offload finished the game off in the second half. But 
Josh Curran, mate, he is unbelievable. He scored the first try. He set up the second one. And then from memory, he, he set up Reese Walsh as well. So he's just been playing some unbelievable football, Josh Curran. Absolutely love him. If you've got him in your super coach comps, you are flying. And he's got a really good run home. I'm versing him this week in draft. As you guys know, I've got Reese Walsh. So I'm taking on Josh Curran. So I am nervous as all hell for him this weekend. He could do anything. Uh, Canterbury... I mean, yeah, they scored a try just before halftime. Uh, they got an intercept as well. I mean, it's just, they're, they're missing a lot of troops. I understand that. I thought Ryan James was really good for them. He showed that... I, I'll tell you what, I think Ryan James sent a message to Ricky Stewart. Go, hey, fuck, I'm here. I'm here and I'm ready to play when you're ready to pick me because I thought he was great uh, for the Canterbury Bulldogs the other day. I think he might have a suspension or a fine now. Not sure how that's played out, but I thought he was awesome. I thought Will Hopawade, there was a little 10-minute stint at the end when he sort of jumped into a roaming role instead of hanging out in his centre, and I thought he looked pretty dangerous. You know, He always does when he jumps into fullback, but... Yeah, just not enough for Canterbury. Um, yeah, I, 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 normally by this point, the Canterbury Bulldogs, they found some form. The pressure's off. They're starting to play good footy. It's not looking like the reality of this season, unfortunately for me. Uh, we obviously had Jake Avrillo, the guy that I've spoken about a lot in my Supercoach team. He got injured with a broken hand. So we're waiting to hear how scans go there, but you would have to assume his season is close to done there. Uh, let's have a look at the Supercoach scores. Joshy Curran, he top scored here 139. Incredible. Uh, Jazz to Vega, 92. Reese Walsh, 75. Aitken just keeps on performing. Aitken essentially in base there, 74 points. Uh, Adam Fanua Blake, 70. Cossie, 58. Sean O'Sullivan, 49. Chanel Harris Tavita, 48. Buncey Afoa, 41. Wade Egan, 37. Hiku, 33 in his 150th game. Congratulations to Peter Hiku. Almost scored at the back end as well. Uh, Eli Katoa, 32. Montoya, 29. Uh, Cody Nicarima at 10. For the Canterbury Bulldogs, top scorer Aaron Scoop with his intercept, 90. Josh Jackson, 70. Ryan James, really impressive, 56 there. Did a lot of work. Will Hobawade, 56. Ockenball, 55. Adam Elliott, 49. Horsburgh, 46. Nick Meaney, 44. Marshall King, 42. Uh, who else is relevant here? No one else overly relevant. you got Jake Avrilo down the bottom with 15 as well. They do get Luke Thompson back this week for the Bulldogs, so a massive in for them. Hopefully we do see his name on team list this afternoon. I'm pretty sure he's due back this week. Uh, now, to be completely honest with you guys, I didn't get to watch the Cronulla Sharks versus the Newcastle Knights. I don't really have any analysis for you on that one. Had a bit on Sunday afternoon. But um, obviously, the Newcastle Knights winning this one 16-14. Massive for this season. As I said at the start, I think this does lock them in for a top four spot moving forward, a top eight spot moving forward. I can't see them dropping out now. I think the teams below them would have to win out all their games and I don't see the two teams below them winning this weekend, let alone all their games. So I think you can lock the Newcastle Knights in to play finals footy, which is just unbelievable. I would not have tipped this at all a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Supercoach wise in this game, the scorers, David Clemmer 73, Tuala 72, Bradman Best a good 72 there. Mitch Barnett 65. Big news for Barnett. Obviously at the end of last week, we saw a lot Lachlan Fitzgibbon, he's been ruled out for the season. So you'd have to think Barnett will hold on to big minutes. Also a win for Connor Watson as well, who scored 53 super coach points. Uh, looks like he will get good minutes there in the back end as well. Jaden Braley, 56. Pierce, 56. Jacob Saifidi, 49. Obviously, Daniel Saifidi's injured, so a big win for Jacob Saifidi and David Clemmer moving forward. Tyson Frizzell, 47. Potentially suspended this week. Saifidi, 39. Kurt Mann, 37. Ponga, 
disappointing 36. Heimel Hunt, 30. I think it's I think there's something going on with KP. I don't know if he's not happy to be there, if he's carrying an injury. I don't know what it is, but he just doesn't didn't seem to be himself on the weekend. Might be an injury that he's carrying. I know a few of my mates uh, suggested that might be that groin playing up again. So maybe keep an eye on that situation moving forward. For the Cronulla Sharks, top scorer Toby Rudolph, 62. Jack Williams, 56. Blake Braley, 54. Aiden Tolman, 52. Trindle, 50. Connor Tracy, 45. Sifatalakai, 44. Mulatalo, 39. Woodsy, 33. Will Kennedy, 33. Uh, Katoa, 28. Billy Magulius, 10. Luke Metcalf off the pine. Six points there. Thanks for joining us once again, guys. Uh, we had a couple of audio issues throughout this. So if it is a little bit jumpy, I apologize for that. We had to re-record uh, about 20 minutes of this, unfortunately, just the way it went. Uh, but thanks for joining us once again, guys. Stay tuned this afternoon. We've got Maddie Studden, NRLW superstar, coming on to name her best dream team of all time. It was women in league round last week. So fantastic to have Maddie on. She's got a fantastic footy brain. I think you will thoroughly enjoy this one with Maddie. A local mascot girl grew up where I am. We go to holiday in the same spot as well. We've never actually met, but we've always sort of known each other from around sort of thing. So it was great to have Maddie on, have a really good chat and talk some deep footy. I think you'll really enjoy this one. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., 